Yeah, I mean, obviously, genocide is not the answer, and oh, this is the for, kind of stuff thanks that for, thanks makes. For telling me. I'll, yeah, I'll make yeah. Sure well, to delete that yeah, from my notes. welcome to What in the Anime, your weekly anime podcast. Now, here's your host in three, two, one. Hey, I'm Dustin, the Prince of All Podcasters, and with me, as always, is the only protagonist I need in my story, Tyler. You know, you're making every intro a little worse after every episode, but I like it. Oh, it's soon. It's going to be like a two minute long intro, me describing you to <laughs> the listeners. Like yeah. people are just going to tune in just for the intro. Yeah, then no, then <laughs> nobody's going to nobody's going to lo- watch uh, episode two, three, four. It's it's going to end after that if you keep going at it. Nah, I'll listen. Yeah, that's all right. How's your day been going? Not too bad. I basically just hung out all day. Didn't do a whole lot, honestly. What about you? Yeah, I pretty much did the same. Got some stuff from around the house. And- Gonna talk some anime tonight. This is every Sunday night. We watched uh, last episode of Attack on Titan, so we'll get into that. It'll be pretty interesting. But uh, what are you gonna start with? Uh, so first, we'll just start off with a little bit of news we have. Um, just a quick thing out there. After our first episode, we talked, and me and Tyler decided, you know, we really didn't want to be a news anime podcast. Like, that's not the focus. That's not why we started this. We wanted to mostly be discussion, uh, kind of goofing around and reviewing animes, like seasonal animes and just old animes or whatever we feel like reviewing. So we're kind of going to take a step back from the news. So we'll only have news clips if it's something big, something that we actually have something to say about it. Otherwise, there's no point in covering it if we're just going to yeah, read it which, off which is not, Which is yeah. fine, because then we just start rambling on stuff that we really don't know too much about. And, uh, exactly. Here we'll have a little bit of fun with it, so... What, yep. uh, so we only got two new, two new, uh, only two news items. Time for this week's anime news. And you got those, so kick us off. So yeah, we have a new Jujutsu Kaisen numbers. It's hit about 150 million worldwide. So that actually has it's outnumbered uh, Dragon Ball Broly. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I know that Demon Slayer did like. Almost 500 mil, but I didn't know what Broly yeah, did at all. I think uh, Demon Slayer did about 450 million, but I think Broly only did 115 worldwide. So really, I mean, I feel like that movie kind of started started getting some some more anime fans to go to the theaters and made movies come out, you know, to the little the little theaters and small towns and stuff like that. Because like we said in our first one, I mean, we we didn't have the Broly movie, we didn't have any of it. We had to travel for it, and then all of a sudden we started getting all these other anime movies. And, life's great but uh right yeah so jesus kaisen movie did a little bit better than that and uh which i'm a little surprised just because i mean it's a newer franchise but uh it kind of gives me hopes you know i i know we just got news today that attack on titans it'll be part part four part three whatever it is part, part three part three of uh season four which I know a lot of people thought it was going to be a movie, which I'm actually surprised it's not a movie. Yeah, yeah, I read the article today saying it was, uh, there's rumors that it was going to be an OVA, and then they just decided to instead of add another part to the series because it's going to be longer than what they can cover in a movie. So yeah, it's going to be called Attack on Titan Final Season Final Arc Part 3, yeah, which is well, just... Yeah, I wonder <laughs> how many more titles they can add to that by the next the next part, Part 4 or whatever, but... yeah. 
it's fine. I don't know how much more money they could make off of a movie rather than a whole, you know, series of episodes. I don't know what they make off of each episode, but God, you would have thought they could at least make, you know, 200 million maybe for the whole, for a whole movie. But from what I've, what I've seen with the manga covers and stuff, there's, it would be about two and a half to three hours left of, uh, content for them to use. So it'd be a long, it'd be a really long movie if they did that. So, and you don't want them to cut anything out. So I'm actually really glad that they're putting another, part to this it's just no one was expecting it right but um another news update we got uh something i guess not really too much news but kind of a cool stat is uh over half of netflix subs have watched anime in 2021 yeah i just thought that one was really cool because like netflix is such a big streaming service and to find out even if they just watched one anime thing or like a movie or whatever still over half of the subscribers watched anime like that's pretty cool yeah i mean it doesn't help that i just put it on to go to bed you know yeah put it on the background <laughs> i don't know how many times i rewatch so many of the same animes but i find little bits and pieces you know every single time i watch a new one you know even going on the attack on titan or uh, not attack on titan but jujutsu kaisen with the new with the new movie uh seeing all the yuta stuff i, I did not realize how much they referenced yuta in the actual show and so you go back through that and i mean you just see them mention his name they show you know clips of him and everything that he's done and the first time i watched it you just don't realize that and so it's kind of cool that it's all pieced together and shit they've had this plan for a long time and you know we didn't know he was going to be no people that aren't manga readers didn't know he was going to be a character yeah i had no idea i still don't know nothing about him since i haven't seen the movie yet yeah, so I know there was one thing you wanted to change for your picks for um, your anime since you uh, decided to pull a, a dumb one on all of us. Yeah, okay, so first episode of this podcast ever, and I already made a mistake. Which, yeah, we're done. Cancel us. Yeah, cancel us already. Um, I got excited because I saw that there was a trailer for an Iron-Blooded Orphans like spinoff, so I instantly thought, anime. Because it was an anime-style trailer. Like, full-blown. Full like, I thought that was an anime. It's a game. And not just I, a game, but a mobile game. And only being released in Japan on uh, April 5th or whatever. Hey, so, hey, is it a gacha game? I think so, actually. Oh, God. If there's another gacha game out there, those those games ruin all mobile games. I, I'm done <laughs> playing them, I can tell you that. I spent my fair share of money on Dokkan. Genshin Impact, uh, all the My Hero game, all the My Hero games. I mean, all those ones kind of turned to crap after a while, but it. Definitely I mean, yeah, it gets kind of stale. It gets stale after a long time of playing. Yeah, like I play, we played Dokkan for years, and it's yeah, just I, this last year I kind of fell out of it. But holy cow, I got like fifteen hundred days logged in. That's commitment. <laughs> that shows you. Yeah, so with me messing that up, first, I do want to say there is a new Gundam series coming out, and I did confirm and check it first. It's coming out later this fall, and it's going to be called uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, and it is the first female-led protagonist, especially in a main anime title. So so you're saying in, epi- in episode three of this podcast, you're going you're gonna to talk about how it's another mobile game? No, I really, really hope not. If you mess up on this one. <laughs> if I mess up on this one, I am canceled. You can find a new co-host. Yeah, yeah. Stop giving me, stop giving yourself false hope. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'm switching my pick that I made last episode. If you listen to it, 
And instead of reviewing that, since it's not an anime, we will be throwing in the Pacific Rim Black season two final season. Um, we're going to be doing that as a review instead. Now, does that have anything to do with the movies or is this a whole completely different thing? Because I haven't watched any of it. I have no idea. I have no idea. I haven't started it yet. I was uh, actually going to probably start that after I got caught up on Kaguya-sama, Love is War. I'm almost through season two. And after I finished that, I was planning on watching season one of Pacific Rim to get yeah, ready for I, it. Yeah, I got to watch some of my picks, but me and my girlfriend got stuck on watching uh, Ranking of the Kings. And that is a that is a very different show. But Is it, is it good, uh, yeah, though? Yeah, it, it's very family-friendly. But uh, King Boji for the win. That's all I got to say. He's if it's family friendly, I might have to get my kids and wife to watch it with me then. It's a definitely a different take, but the animation is a little more old school and it's but it's it's a nice little binge, so I'm I'm definitely oh, cool. excited to kind of see the ending of that. I think there's maybe eighteen episodes, I can't remember. But that's not too bad. That'd be but, something nice to watch while we eat dinners and stuff like that. Yeah. So I know we wanted to um kind of talk about Attack on Titan episode eighty seven. Right. Yep, so yeah. uh, we're going to give a quick spoiler warning, and on the video I'll try to throw up a black spoiler banner first. Yeah, no, I'll uh, uh, I'll, I'll give an update here on episode like 85 and 86, and then kind of let yep. you talk into that a little bit. So, yep. so mean, if anyone hasn't watched any of the episodes and you're behind, uh, skip ahead. I'll try to get episode times put into this episode, so um, in the description, so you can just skip ahead if you need to. Yeah, so... Um, before I start all this, if I butcher any names, don't cancel me or, uh, you know, you can... Oh, I will. You can message us and make fun of me all you want. But, no, we got, you know, the beginning of episode 85, I believe, uh, we had, like, Hanj, or Hanji, uh, Levi, Jean, Armin, Connie, and Mikasa. They all kind of teamed up with, you know, Marley. Um, and Armin and Connie, you know, they tried to convince Flock to, you know, let them use that flying boat, you know. Um to to stop the they they tried telling flock that you know the cart titan and the armor titan were swimming away from the to stop the rumbling from what aaron is starting and that flying boat it's uh used for or it, it it's used with like the ice burst fuel did you know that yeah yeah so, yeah the fuel they use for their odm gear yeah so i i thought that was kind of cool that it's, it's the same thing and so you know it that boat you know is designed to stop you know the rumbling and um able to long distance flight so it's very it's it's important you know just to try to get to where they're going but you know they they fail after running into um samuel and daz on the on the dock and samuel and daz just are so astonished that the armin and connie and all them would betray you know para you know paradise and you know um and then you see towards the middle of the episode there you know flock you know leaves or escapes from the building and alerts all the soldiers in the area and then just a huge ass fight breaks out you know and then you see armin walking to the dock he, he's he's hesitating because he doesn't know what he wants to do you know he um but then i believe i think it was daz i, I really don't know his name but he just shoots armin like four different times Oh yeah, like straight in the face and everything. Yeah, it gets that hole right in the mouth, and I thank God he's a he's got the Titan. That that looks painful, but you know. And then you see Rainer and Annie just kicking the living shit out of all the soldiers, and then you know, of course, there's got to be a part where Rainer Rainer is getting you know blown up for the hundredth time in the anime. 
you know, he can't well, again, stomp getting beaten to crap. Yeah, he's just he's more emotional than anything anymore. He's just he's not the same, you know, fearless titan that we saw in episode, you know, in season one. But yeah, I think it's a lot of like PTSD type of deal or something. Like it's it's yeah. definitely taken a toll on him mentally. Well, and I don't think Aaron probably realized he's going to make all of his friends, you know, fight each other. You know, they all. I know Aaron wants them to, you know, kind of fight him in the end, you know, or whatever whatever his plan is. But you know, just the fact that his friends are all killing each other and it just it 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 gets real sad. But it it. Episode eighty five is pretty good. Episode eighty six, uh, it's still kind of in the same area, you know. Han, Hanji, and uh, Jean, and uh, Commander Magath, you know, they're talking to the Azumabito mechanics about servicing the boat, and that it's going to take half a day, and they just don't have the time. They they need to get there, and after realizing it's going to take too long to get the boat service, you know, they decide to just take it to the mainland to get it serviced um, in a short amount of time, which to me, it still feels like it's going to take too long. Like, yeah, I think so too. Because they were saying like a, even a half a day delays, that means all Marley's going to be gone. Yeah. So I, you know, Flock's sitting there fighting all of them. I don't know if he's just got some random Ackerman blood inside of him for like five minutes, but he just decides to be this B B A character, and he literally almost takes out that ship. And mm-hmm. you know, when he doesn't, I can't remember. Did he die? I can't remember. I, 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 I'm spacing that right now. I, so for reference, everybody, Tyler made me binge Attack on Titan so we could talk about this today. So I watched like 19 episodes yesterday to get caught. Well, up. the fact that you were behind, I almost went over to your house just to slap you. It, it, I, I don't <laughs> understand how you got so far behind on it. I think I was like two episodes behind, but I was just waiting. I, I like binge watching it a little bit, but not 19 episodes, not when it's that hype. Yeah, I don't know. I have a I have a bad habit of I'll get into a really good anime like Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. and then I'll get distracted by some random twelve episode anime, and I watch like three or four of them before coming back to the bigger anime. Well, and then you're not you're not gonna have a good episode unless you have aimbotting Gab aimbotting Gabby just you know shooting you know flock in the middle of the air. Like, does that girl yeah. ever miss a shot? Like, how old is she? Oh my know. god. Yeah, because last night was the first time I saw the one where she shot Aaron straight through the neck as he's running or whatever towards mm-hmm. uh, Zeke, and that was flipping crazy. See, and I thought she's I, one I, heck of a shot. And then I saw that you know Commander Shade, you know Shadis, or you know he was the one in the window there watching them leave, mm-hmm. watching them leave uh, Shigansha, and I'm just surprised like where he was his head in all of this was, but you know, he wanted his, basically his students, you know, he's so happy for them that they can at least get along and how much they've grown. And the fact that he blew up the reinforcements and betrayed his own people too. I was actually kind of surprised on that one. Uh, I wasn't cause they, the, those are the same people, the Jaegerist as they call yeah. them, that beat the crap out of him and threw oh, him in prison. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it was a Jaegerist. It was Flock who ordered like those cadets to beat the crap out of him. See, the- where the hell did Flock come from? I barely remember that guy. And, I don't know and, either. And, Aaron, Aaron, to- Aaron told him what his plan, and all of a sudden he becomes the, like the biggest Jaegerist. Yeah, he's like Aaron's right hand man, his biggest supporter, his biggest fan. He's like a major, major fanboy through this whole thing. Yeah, so basically, you know, with Commander Shade is coming in, I just call that plot armor. You know, way to save, way oh, yeah. to save the whole group. You know, don't go. They don't go into any other details about it. It's just he blows them all up. You know how? You know how do you do it? 
Yeah, he but, blew up that train. Like, yeah, doesn't just even like it was nothing. It. You know, he can blow up that entire train by himself. But why didn't he just blow up the town where all those people are in? You know, or I, blow up the boat without dying. He, he, yeah, I didn't like the fact that they had to sacrifice themselves. But yeah, I honestly didn't understand that because like he was able to blow up the train while it was moving and all that, but he couldn't like yeah. set off the boat without sacrificing himself. Yeah, which whatever. I mean, it was a cool like little sacrificial moment so the others yeah, could escape those episodes weren't too bad kind of leading up you know you thought you know the the series or the part you know three or part two was going to end you know with a huge fight or a huge bang but you know you kind of get i think at the episode 86 you got hanji you know and is talking to annie in the group that saying you know they're not going to have enough time to stop the rumbling before it hits uh liberio or Annie's father is. Yep. You know, I don't understand the connection between Annie and her father. You know, there's, you know, he pretty much gets makes her to where her childhood is just a bloodbath of training. And yeah, was, well, and it's like he didn't even say it was. Uh, he was her father. He, he let her live as a flipping orphan and trained the crap out of her and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it's like, dude, you're supposed to be the dad. Like, <laughs> why yeah. don't you step up? Well. He, I, maybe that's just the relationship they have because you know in the end all she wants to do is save her father so yeah but that's literally kind of wraps up the end of those episodes so if you want to hit into 87 there yeah 87 honestly there's not a ton to talk about so 87 i feel like 85 and 86 were kind of the climactic mm-hmm. ending to part two and 87 was all well at least like the first 16 17 minutes of it was all background information to build up so a little little bit of aaron's point of view which yeah it was all his point of view we've been missing a lot of it for since you know what happened in you know episode 82 or 83 and so yeah we have no idea why he turned why he did this plan or anything and this kind of gave uh so the episode starts off with a flashback and it is aaron and the team going to the mainland for the first time ever like first time they set foot on marley obviously undercover but it's the first time they went to the mainland and they're all like awestruck flipping freaking out about ice cream that part was pretty funny sasha like of course first thing she did was buy food yeah miss her yeah (laughs) i mean that ice cream looked real good i i I think i went and got some i watched that episode yeah and then uh so yeah it was just them kind of it was showing their first experience of them on the mainland so everything was great at first everything seemed like all oh, this wonderful place they were freaking out about cars and ice cream and all this stuff and then there's this little refugee kid who tries to steal the coin purse from sasha and levi catches him well this causes like a big scene to where the townspeople are wanting this flipping little kid who's like a, we find out a little later is a refugee they want him dead. They want to like throw him into the ocean, cut off his hands, like all this crap. And it's like, holy cow, yeah, like, that they, is a they, drastic jump. And they want to talk about the island owls. Like, my God, yeah. where, where do these guys get the right to think that they're God? Exactly. Like they were, they were mad. Like, be, and it wasn't, it wasn't like it stole from one of them. It was some, to them, it was just a tourist that got jacked. Yeah. Well, and, and they're like, just, let's kill this kid. And it just shows the, you know, the Islanders, you know, they, they saved this little boy, you know, and then, you know, you can go into the rest of the episode, but they got a little tipsy with the little boy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what I love is like they, they save the little boy and they get him out. And then as a boy is running away and leaving and right before he hops over the wall, 
he waves at them and you see that he stole levi's coin purse i i thought levi <laughs> i thought i was wondering if maybe he was scared of clowns oh i think he was mad because a clown was uh teaching him like talking to him like he was a little kid because of how short he was oh, yeah, i was like man was... i was waiting for him to like punch him or something yeah that, that was definitely a good moment i'm glad they decided to put that in there yeah yeah but really i good. think i'm pretty sure i read that part in the manga and i don't remember any of that being in there like kind of like that background so that was kind of nice that they put that in there yep i love when like animes they don't have to follow it perfectly but follow it as like do justice to the source material but you're also transitioning it into another medium so you're gonna have to change some stuff add some stuff to make it kind of fuller mm-hmm. so i love that they do that kind of stuff but anyway getting back into it they have dinner obviously sasha freaking out again everyone best dinner they ever had find out Aaron's missing. So Mikasa goes looking for him. Uh, he's just staring down at this village and it's that kid's refugee camp. And mm-hmm. they're all refugees from war and like people are missing legs or injured. They're living in tents and all this crap. And everyone comes out to see what Aaron and Mikasa are up to. And that's when this old dude, they can't even speak his language or nothing, invites him down. And basically they just get hammered. All of them with these refugees and the little kid and it's yeah, just I've, like I've never seen so showing many them refugees, having a good time. I've never seen so many refugees have much so much alcohol. Oh yeah, they had it like by the case. Yeah, good for but, them. Yeah. I mean, R.I.P. Sasha. That's <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. I like Sasha Sasha so much. But Yeah, and then after that you kind of see where Aaron talks to Mikasa a bit and you see him like doing a flashback to him and Zeke talking and all this stuff. And you can tell that how the people are treating the boy is really disturbing him. Like he's realizing that all these people, even though they are on this mainland with all these amazing like delicacies and this uh, advanced culture and all this, his people, the Eldians that he comes from, he remembers from his father's memory. Like he never really had ice cream. They weren't allowed. They were stuck in the walls. Like they were, they were looked at as like dirt second class citizens and that's what he's seeing and he's like he doesn't want any of it he doesn't want peace with them i think because he sees that they still treat his people like dirt even the people that are on the mainland do you think do you think that part is was a huge breaking point for Aaron i think so um obviously we know there is some more stuff like with the manga and we saw in one of the previous episodes where um the attack titan has a special gift where you can see future memories of Mm -hmm. whatever so you can actually see the future to a degree so we learned that so i don't know if it's something more to do with the future or if that was like kind of his breaking point is he's basically lived in terror his whole life he's been angry at the titans for the attack that started the whole series, you know, that killed his mom and took his life away. Yeah, And he just, keeps making comments about he wants to be free. The, the character development that that, he, that that character has is crazy. I mean, for Crunchyroll to put him as protagonist and antagonist for awards, like nominations, it just, just tells you like how groundbreaking of a character he actually is. And so it's, it's cool to see mm-hmm. someone go so far believing in his path on what he's wanting to do and you know he's not shying away from it he he, he, you can ruin the friendships with everyone you have but if it's to stop 
this 2000 year process of repeating the same thing over and over again, there's going to have to be some sacrifices. Yep. And nobody's going to see that. Nobody's going to know, but you know, if you're painted as the bad guy in the end, you know, at least you have, you got everybody to hopefully stop all the war, but yeah, I mean, obviously genocide is not the answer and oh, this is the for, kind of stuff thanks that for, thanks makes, for telling me. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, sure well, you, <laughs> you put in there that like, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, he's so strong in his beliefs, but that that's kind of what makes a villain. Um, hey, he's yeah, a, I don't know. It's he's a, he's a very complex character. He's a very complex character. Yeah, I don't know if I like the direction that they kind of gone with him. Like, I understand he wanted revenge for everything that was going on, but sometimes you just it's cool it's on a different take from a lot of other animes but then again you know you're kind of hoping for aaron to have that happy ending no oh, yeah you definitely want him to after everything he's had to flip and live through yeah it's just to see each season go one by one and see that smile fade slowly and slowly and slowly it's it sucks because he's he's i like his character a lot i i really do like that show yeah me too and seeing where the um, seeing where they go with a movie, yeah, I mean, or I mean that they're not going towards a movie, kind of, it, it's weird to me. Yeah, that's, it is, but that's the direction uh, a lot of it. these an, it's the direction a lot of these animes go, and I, there's nothing better feeling than going sit down in a theater with some popcorn, watch watch a good good anime, because I guarantee this. Other than the fact that this is kind of an end result movie, I don't know how much. Mm-hmm they'd get from it but i still feel like it would make a lot of money oh yeah i'm sure and you think about it like they could have always done the deal that demon slayer did where they did the mugen train movie but then that next season they still had mugen train arc like they still had it in the show for the people that didn't watch the movie or make it to the movies or whatever so i mean tech of titan could probably always do that and then double their profit from it well, well, I mean, we know the route that they're going now, but it would definitely mm. would have been kind of cool to see see it as that. And it's also nice that they are going to can just continue off the series. You know, it doesn't make them look so money hungry, but it is. Yeah. I don't know how big MAPPA Studios is. And so I don't know if I mean, for how good their animation is, I would assume they have the budget for it. But oh, I'm sure. But yeah, then uh, just to wrap up the episode, the last thing we see after all these flashbacks about Aaron and why he turned and him talking to Flock, all like everything leading up to him doing this whole betrayal, it ends with you seeing that these giant freaking titans can swim. Yeah, that came I was out not of expecting that. No. I don't know why, but I was not expecting to see these giants just flipping butterfly kicking it down, you know. So if I get this right, were those were some of those titans regenerating? Yeah, I think so, because it's the same deal. They have to be hit in the neck, so... Okay, yeah. If they miss the neck, it's still... But what I thought was crazy was how intense that steam was, that as soon as they passed under the ships, it just melted people. Yeah, it just looked like a thousand Armins, and nobody wants that. No, no one wants that. I mean, (laughs) it it was just one of them destroying the entire port. Granted, these are a little smaller than the Colossal Titan, but... That like you saw when they started getting closer to the shore, their guns on the shore weren't nearly as good as the the warships. Mm-hmm. They weren't like doing anything. Like I wasn't seeing any damage come to those flipping titans. Nope. And then in the background, you see old big ass Aaron. At least his 
creepy, creepy looking skeleton one head Aaron. You think when they're drawing up these these plans on what they want these Titans to look like, how the hell did that pass through? That thing is the ugliest <laughs> goddamn rib cage of a skeleton I've ever seen. It, it literally looks like something off of Elden Ring. So it really, really does. They, well, they, the same result's probably going to happen. A lot of those people are going to die. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's the end of the season. Uh, were you happy with this season? Uh, I think the last episode was kind of a kind of a letdown. It really, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like they could have hyped whatever they were going for next so much more. It it kind of was just a pointless episode. You literally could have stopped on episode eighty six. I mean, yeah, you want the background information a little bit, but at that point, you're you're almost too far gone past that background information. Like you could have put that in in the episodes before. And then made a strictly 87, a standalone episode of at least them moving on. I mean, they have so much more manga that they can dive into that I I don't like. I, I wasn't too big of a fan of 87. Now, I thought maybe, you know, they'd do, you know, a 45-minute episode. Kind of do something what, you know, Demon Slayer did for their last episode, I believe. And it was the same old 23, 23 minutes and, you know, six minutes of uh, intro and outros. And there's your episode. Well, and to have everyone wait, you know, a couple weeks for this last episode, just, Mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a letdown, but in reality, it's it's a good show. Like Mm -hmm. watch that, watching that series in a whole, it's just not a lot of stuff can top that for, for hype anime anyways. Nope. No, it's really good. I love it. So I'm not a, I'm not upset with it at all. I just like a bigger ending to a season. That's all. Nope, and we're we're we pretty much we're not going to go any farther in the manga. We're gonna let we're just gonna wait and see what happens. You know, it, they say two thousand twenty three. Hopefully, there's no delay. Hopefully, we don't have to wait. You know, two three years for this. But I'm ready to get it over with. I think they need to finish it so that I can just buy the series as a whole. Buy it for your collection. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, are we ready for our next segment? Yeah. Why don't you start away? Explain what we're gonna do. All right. So. This is the kind of stuff we wanted to get into. We wanted to do reviews, we wanted to do some fun stuff and just just have a good time with this podcast. And we want your feedback as well on these segments and if you like them, don't like them, whatever. So this time what we decided to do is I went to a random anime character generator and we each went to it. We set it to three people and we hit randomize. So we each got three people that we are going to be I, using in a battle. I don't know his people. He don't know mine. And we're going to fight. Yep, and we wrote down, so we're not cheating. We're going to go by the honor code here. Mm-hmm. And trust me, there's someone in my list that I wish I could trade. You but, know, I I got one that you'll probably make fun of, but at least it's not uh, it's not her her enemy. It's you you, you definitely. I probably would have given up then. Okay, so we're going to do this Pokemon style because why not? It's anime. We like Pokemon. We like anime. We're going to do a Pokemon style. So. We're going to start this off. I'm going to throw out my first anime character, my anime Pokemon. And then Tyler will throw out his and we cannot switch out. We fight until that person is dead. And how we're deciding who wins, I don't honestly know. I'm just going to argue <laughs> and say that my whole team wins no matter what. Well, we did a little, we did a little research on our own characters. I know that. That mm-hmm. way we can get a little bit of the details. And Next time we might need a judge. To like determine the winners. Yeah, if we can get some comments somewhere, any any of the social medias, that would be real nice because 
you know, I give us some like feedback. Kicking, I always like kicking Dustin's ass in any kind of topic. So he doesn't, but he likes to think he does. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to throw on my first. Uh, you're really you're anime really mon. You're just going to skip that. What? You're, you're going to. I beat you all the time. You don't beat me all the time. I'm just right. ignoring you because you're ridiculous. All right, throw them out. So, throw them out. I'm throwing got? out my first anime mon. Are you ready? This one's this one's a bang. Hold on. So so do I get to just kind of feed off of what you pick? Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm basically giving you the advantage on the first character. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, for my first anime mon, I am throwing out Happy from Fairy Tale. <laughs> <laughs> How, how, how is that the character you're gonna throw out? You're gonna throw out a damn cat. You're gonna win. It's my weakest first. He is an ex adult. No, okay. I did some research on him. Are you gonna win with the power of friendship? Yes, I will if I have to. That will be my trump card. But no, I I looked up some stats, and believe it or not, Happy has some pretty fantastic stats. Okay, well before you go into your stats, I'm uh I'm gonna throw out a character that I think you will know very very well. Okay. His name is Scar. He is from Full Metal Alchemist. I think he'd be a I good mean, matchup for Happy. <laughs> I, I think I, I think Happy might win. You know, you know, can Happy go against you know a, a serial killer vigilante? You know, yeah, I mean, he he kills you know state alchemists for a living. You know, you really think Happy can do that? But There's no Natsu in your scenario. None of those state alchemists can fly. You you know. <laughs> <laughs> what is Happy going to do up there? He's going to run out of right. energy. I'm going to give you his stats real quick and tell you how I think he will win, whether you agree or not. Okay. So he he has the ability called max speed, which means he's able to dodge magical attacks, gunfire, whatever, easily. No, this like, is not in the anime. <laughs> yes, it was. He does max speed all the time to get Natsu where he needs to. He's done it to dodge attacks. He I also tanked. He tanked an explosion that was started by Jackal, who was one of the nine demon gates. And he was in the middle of the explosion, tanked it, survived. So durability, he's a beast. Okay, Happy's a beast. And then, and then, and then top it off, he has a backpack. And in that backpack, he packs snacks. So he's going to be throwing fish at Scar, and then he's going to try to finish him off with a headbutt. Scar does not give anyone second chances. You better hope <laughs> he does not get a hold. You know, it, he's, <laughs> Scar's an, a, 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 what, an Ishval survivor of, of a civil war? What is Happy? Is he even from that world? No, he's an Exceed. Okay. He's, he's, he's from the Exceed world and, well, you to, know, to, they pretend to be gods in the Exceed world. To so. give a little information on Scar, he is... Like I said, he's a serial killer in Full Metal Alchemist. Um, he literally targets state alchemists um, for the revenge for slaughtering his people and his family. Um, he's an Ishval Ish- Ish- survivor of the Civil War. He has an alchemy tattoo on his right arm that belonged to his brother. Do you know? You remember what this tattoo can do, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Honestly, I was I was hoping that he was one of the people that had to draw it, but. No. Yeah, I remember the tattoo now. So, like, he he can basically do alchemy he, on the he fly. He can literally, he uses it as just a murdering weapon. He he doesn't need to do anything to activate. It's just literally, he grabs a hold of you and you're done. He he is extremely adept to hand in hand combat. Um, he I know I read some things where he I mean this guy even dodges bullets. 
Happy may be able to dodge bullets, but he ain't dodging Scar. He can fly, though. Can Scar catch a flying cat? Have have we seen him catch a flying cat before? So if you're you're telling me that Happy could probably beat Edward, then huh? You know, Scar <laughs> all right, all right. Scar how took about, his about, entire arm out. How about we agree to this? Okay, Happy loses. I will give you Scar beats Happy, but since we're doing this Pokemon style, I say I say Happy does at least ten percent damage. Oh, okay. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, ten percent damage. I know, I know I did, but I mean, I, people will be out to get me if I say he hurts Scar more than that. I'm saying he throws a few fish, he maybe gets off a headbutt, but when he does that headbutt, Scar's going to grab him by the neck and there goes Happy. You know, if, if Happy Happy was able to call a friend and bring in Natsu, I'd give you that one. That'd be great, yeah. yeah that'd be, you, that'd be great. He has shot fire before, but I didn't include that because uh, apparently those were like one-offs. I haven't finished the series yet. Um, I'm like 240 episodes in. If anyone has finished that series, you deserve a medal. I'm working on it. So I will expect a medal in a presentation on the show when I do. Um, so, okay. Happy happy is dead. Um, can you sad, beat Scar? Sad happy boy. Yes, I can. And I'm going to tell you why. So Scar, he got he gots the hand. Cool. Hey, hey, it's, it's more than just a hand. It's an arm. <laughs> well, he has nothing on my next, my next one. I'm going... I'm going my powerhouse next, and I'm going to just take out all three years with one fell swoop. I'm throwing out Shoto Todoroki. Yeah, I don't know. You think a quirk? Quirk? Okay, so is this, is, is all these characters, uh, I'm going to set you up on this one. Is these okay. these characters at the state that they are now or in their prime? Well, I mean, prime would Scar, be his, 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 his thing's over, so I'd say prime. Yeah, right, okay. Because... Yeah, Scar shows over, and the other two that I have, their shows aren't over. So I'm going. You're going then off based that? off okay. their prime. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll go kind of off their prime, I guess. You know, I set, whatever. I set you up on that one, so it works. As much as I know about the characters, at least. So I'm going Shoto. So the reason Shoto will win. Oh, Shoto, Scar Scar's ass. <laughs> yeah, so he ain't getting close. He's gonna do that flipping giant ice wall, and then if that doesn't kill Scar, which honestly, Scar's dead with just that ice pierce wall. That's it. Yeah, I don't, he, he, he I, unless, uh, unless Scar, unless Ice can't really touch him with his, you know, he throws his arm out and it instantly evaporates. I don't know exactly how that works, but at some point, Scar's got to lose at that point, but. Yeah, I'm saying I, Shoto takes no damage. I'm oh saying no, Shoto, oh no. one shots. Uh, sh- yes, Shoto's going to do the Ice Ball, and then if that don't kill him, he'll do the flipping, what is I it? I mean, he's still I, in his I wrote prime. It down. Hey, oh. he's still in his prime, but he still has not mastered his ice and his fire he has not okay. mastered it right now not even in his prime sports festival the flash freeze and then like or i think it's called flash freeze and then he does the uh heat wave causes that giant freaking explosion against midoriya that's all it takes that's like a mega explosion scar's dead he's disintegrated the only reason midoriya wasn't is because that concrete dude intervened well yeah okay or plot armor you know plot armor, armor. <laughs> no, someone intervened. That's all it was. You know, Had nothing to I, do with plot armor. I don't know. Todoroki uh, Shoto can't even can't even get his dad to love him. So he don't want his dad's love. His dad's a dick. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll give Excuse you that. My language. I'll give you that. Um, my second one. I think we're gonna tie on this one. I think Shoto is gonna learn, oh, use a lot 
of his abilities to get Scar. I think Scar puts up a little bit of a fight. But my second one is a character that you guys all might know. Ino Yamanaka. They're no. not gonna tie. Yes. No. Yes. No. That motherfucker. No. She she is going to mind transfer Shoto in a heartbeat. No. Okay. Yes. Every time she does a mind transfer, what does she have to do? She has to have the rest of her team distract the target. She has to sit there Guess forever what? with the triangle Guess like what? this. There's no aimed at there's, him. there's no aimed other at people. Him. There is no exactly. other people. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so who's going to distract the enemy? Who's going to distract Shoto while she sets up? Because she has to stand in place to do that. You realize, okay, she is she is literally the strongest member of her clan. She is head of the Konoha barrier team for the seventh Hokage. She can literally transfer her chakra. She she possesses earth, water, and I believe later she she learns fire release. And she can throw she can literally throw rock walls to protect. She did that in the war. She can throw rock walls. So she can block the ice. You know. She she has the ability to get information from her enemies. Like she can tell what Shoto would be doing. Now I the only reason I say they tie. I don't think Eno would win if they were the first ones out. But the fact that she can take control of his body and there's no other people to help him. If there was other people, she'd be screwed. But the fact that if it's just a solo, I feel like she has the capabilities to stand her ground and trap Shoto because he ain't gonna know what her abilities are. He ain't gonna know what she can do. But this is a Pokemon battle. You're not just gonna sit there and let her point yeah. a triangle hand at you and not move. Like, yeah, I saw what? someone going like this, and this is an anime. I'm thinking flipping, uh... You know, Fire, you know, fire Tien, and Ice, you know, he, he's got a four times weakness. I gotta run. He's got a four times weakness, and it's... Eno. To what? To Eno. <laughs> what? Okay. So you're saying they tie? I think they do. I okay, think... Okay, okay. You know what? I'll give you the win. I'll, gi- I'll give you. I, I'll give, I'll give, uh... You give the old critical hit on Eno... And you survive. Let's, let's. You had a focus band or whatever the hell it is, where you just you just survive <laughs> off one HP. I'll give you that one. Okay, okay. I had sturdy. Sturdy was my ability. Sturdy. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. It works. I you know, I had uh, I had uh, what is the delay start or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> but all right. Well, I guess if Shoto's out, I guess the minute I throw this guy in, he loses, and then your next guy's gonna lose no matter what. And if you argue with me on it, I, I'm going to try gonna and I don't all, even care. You're going to lose all credibility. That's fine. I don't need credibility. I got so spunk. I have another one from the Naruto universe. Don't know how I got two of them out of all of the, all of the animes that it could go through, but you're not beating the one, the only Mike guy. How'd you get two Naruto characters? I don't know. If I would have got all three, I... You know, okay, for, you're, for you're the record, a, uh, you're lucky this isn't a double battle. <laughs> podcast listeners, if you're out there, if anyone actually listens to us, I want to on the record that I'm calling cheating right now. Um, if you agree, let us know. It's cheating because I got two Naruto characters. Yeah. Nah, the Naruto universe gets clapped by so many different. Hey, yeah, but mine's not as great. Yeah, oh, your your last one. Okay, so <laughs> that's why you're calling cheating. That's why you're calling cheating. Yeah, all of a sudden this so, guy's gonna pull out Goku. No, um, so Shoto, well, yeah, I'll say he's out. Yeah, my he, guy, he's fast, kicked him, dead, done. 
Um, my next one. Okay, so I'm gonna try to argue it. I think he did show Sanji. I, I, I who Sanji from One Piece. I you know what? I am not a One Piece watcher, so I. Okay, so explain. he's the strongest person in the entire series, and he easily claps my guy. You know, I would have believed that if you weren't calling cheating about two minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so yeah, not true. So Sanji is the cook on the ship. Now, <laughs> okay, you hear cook, but you haven't seen one piece. This cook is dangerous, okay? Yeah, is he on Food Wars? He could be. He's great. He he makes the best food in One Piece. Um, but no, okay. So like, he had years and years of training under uh, a cook, a chef named Zef, on cooking as well as combat. And Zef used to be a pirate captain, so he has extensive like hand to hand combat training. But he actually doesn't use his hands because that's his craft is cooking. He needs his hands to cook. So he actually does this like really cool like martial arts style where he only uses his feet and like he does like handstands on the ground and does like these spinning kicks and like he kicks people through walls. Oh, he beats walls. The crap out of people. Holy crap. Walls. I know you're pleading your case, but I keep I, I'm pleading. Going. Okay. He has super human physical powers, prowess, speed, agility. Um, he's been able to dodge bullet fire. He is so strong that in, and this is in like the first hundred episodes, because I'm at least 130 in, he killed a T-Rex on this dinosaur island, right? Wow. And he he dragged it with one hand. He's dragging a full-size T-Rex. Like, he's strong. Mm-hmm. He's a tough dude. Like, there's, you can't, you can't knock Sanji. Mm-hmm. Okay. He mm-hmm. also, let's see, mm-hmm. he avoided machine gunfire. Keep, keep going. He... Dodged point blank gunshots. He survived from crushing weights of the C4 by being dragged underwater. Um, he is constantly fighting either the second or third strongest enemy that they are up against because obviously Luffy, he takes on the number one guy. But Sanji's always like being shown taking on the second or the third strongest. Like he is a really, really strong dude. And later on in the series, I'm not that, that far. So maybe people who are listening, please. Message us and tell me if later on in the series, I so I'm reading, he gets a basically a suit that unlocks his like full potential and boosts his strength and powers even higher than possible. Oh, my so, like, God, already he was already a total BA, but now he has like this, this like suit that takes him to the next little level. And Same. he actually has a, uh, a type of cooking that helps him with fighting. Oh, I don't nice. know how it works because I haven't gotten that far, but. Yeah, I, I say, know, I, I say really, Sanji really, does a little damage. I'm I'm really glad you pleaded your case as hard as you did because I mm. literally have one word for you. Actually, two words for you. Night guy. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I need. And I don't know if anyone... I'm, I'm assuming more majority of you know my guy from Naruto. I mean, I can go a little bit into what his stats or what he is. But he's just he's a Jonin from the Konoha Leaf Village. He's a master of Taijutsu. He's um able to He has use, a bowl cut. He, that is that is in his favor. He is able to use any and all of the inner gates. Um he can instantly open any of the seven gates without needing to open up the previous gates. 
um, with each gate kind of giving him a different attribute unlocked to its fullest potential. So this guy could literally just decide to just one tap you, go into eight gate, but it it I don't know what it it multiplies his his mental and his chakra capabilities over I don't know how many times, but. You know, with the first gate, he's able to use the pile driving front lotus. I feel like that would do enough damage alone. And then, you know, with the third gate, he can do the reverse lotus. I mean, we all see what that does. And, you know, with the seventh gate, he can literally launch concentrated air pressure at opponents that expands in contact, causing one hit KOs. And he calls it the daytime tiger. So, and then even with the eighth gate, he literally, he can, he can punch and create a powerful shockwave of air that can be used from a distance. And then his trump card is Night Guy, where he can literally just do a single kick with like the most amazing speed and distort space around him. You know, he doesn't have much ninjutsu, but he can do it. He has summoning. He can summon a turtle. <laughs> you your turtle? Your guy might a be turtle? able to your guy might be able to make turtle soup, but he is not beating this guy. That's the first thing he would think of when he saw that turtle too. He See, would now, instantly it, think of ingredient. You know, he may be creepy, but the fact that he's fighting another male, I'm okay with that. Because I feel like if it was a female, he wouldn't so, know what to do. <laughs> funny, funny thing is, um, Sanji in the One Piece world, God you know? It. No. <laughs> he's he's the Jiraiya. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he's okay. the perv. He's the guy always hitting on chicks and all that. Like, he's he's the perv of the show. I mean, lie. you got to think, Mike Guy, even after everything that happened to him in the fourth war, war in the war, and I believe like he has no use of his right leg. Um, yeah, he's like he, in a wheelchair now. Yeah, but he still has the ability to fight. Like he can still, I believe he can, I've read where he can still open up the first gate because it doesn't do anything to your body. It just unlocks potential of like your mental state. And he can literally, I don't see there being anything that says that he can't do his summoning jutsu still. And so that's why I asked you if we're doing in their prime. Because I mean you got you got Mike Guy fighting Madara. So I should have done current, is what you're saying. Yeah, you set yourself up for that one. But I don't even think in the end anyone's gonna tell you that Sanji is gonna beat Mike Guy. There is a lot of One Piece fans do not discount them, and I feel like I feel like there's enough Naruto haters. And One Piece fans, where they'll side with me, although I'm not even siding with me. You I'm, know, I'm agreeing. I, I'm agreeing. My guy, my guy took on Madara. I, episode two, Tyler wins round round one. We'll, yeah. we'll go. We'll, we'll try to do one of these every episode and kind of have a little bit of fun with it. Um, maybe maybe literally... one of these times we'll bring in a judge, so that way it's not us just deciding to. Yeah. Well, it, it is literally a generated like we 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 don't know who is going to pick mm-hmm. what. And it kind of gives us a little bit to talk about and just kind of explore. It kind of gives us little pieces of animes that, like, I haven't watched too much One Piece. I'll try to get into it eventually. But if I can't even finish, finish Fairy Tale right now, I don't even think I could start One Piece. But Yeah, so I, I did start One Piece. I started that journey. I have taken breaks here and there, though, um, because I'm also trying to finish Fairy Tale. I am on, I think, episode 137 of One Piece. Um, and then I swapped off of that to go back to Fairy Tale because Fairy Tale's finished. So I just want to kind of knock it out of the way before they start coming out with new episodes for like the 100 year uh, mission or whatever it's called. Because I mm. know that's pretty hyped. So I yeah. wanted to finish it before that started coming out. So that way, when it starts coming out, I can stay current. Yeah. So 
All right, so we are going to go ahead and get into our main event now, which is the review of High Rise Invasion, a Netflix anime that honestly was pretty good. So we're going to go a spoiler-free reaction first, not give it our rating, but we're going to tell you just kind of our high-level thoughts, basically, without giving anything away. And then we'll give a spoiler warning, and we're going to go into full spoiler conversation on this anime, kind of review it, although we are not reviewers. We just love to talk anime, so we're going to talk through it. And at the end, our ratings, we're not giving it stars. We're not giving it, a, like, a percentage. We're giving it a liked, a hated, or a meh, or, like, we didn't care for it. So, either let's, way. Let's, let's get at it. Okay, so, uh, spoiler-free, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It Basically, if you've watched anything like Darwin's Game, I know that was another one that was really similar to this. I've, it's, I've seen it's Darwin's a survival Game. anime. I've seen Darwin game, I think a total of two and a half times. I didn't finish it the third it's time. Good. It's it, good. It's good. We should almost do a review on that. That is a good anime. It is not a lot of people know about it, but it is definitely one of those top ones. But how is it compared to it? Um, I wouldn't put it above Darwin's game, I don't think, because I really, really enjoy Darwin's game. This one is, when I say it's similar, it's not the exact same. It is set up more as a survival anime. So it's an isekai. They have to survive in this world and try to escape or to beat it, whatever it is. I'm going to ask you one um, thing. Is there any fan service? You know there is. <laughs> you you watch this anime too. There is definitely fan service. I mean, and when I say fan service, it's nothing like crazy. It just shows it, a lot of schoolgirl up the I'll skirt. See, like you see you see her panties a lot. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is definitely going to a different rating if we talk about that so yeah yeah that's about as far as we'll go with the fan service so yeah um basically if you haven't seen it spoiler free reaction i did enjoy it and if you don't like to be spoiled i would suggest watching it before you listen to the review if it was horrible i'd be like just listen to a review so you don't have you could save yourself I, the trouble but i, I did enjoy very, it. i think it's a good anime to binge i think you could literally binge it one or mm -hmm. two nights it's literally something you don't have to 100 percent pay attention to but it has a pretty good story to it. Yep. You want to start with kind of, are, are you wanting to go episode by episode a little bit, get a little synopsis going? So yeah, I'm going to go through the synopsis now. This is your spoiler warning. So this is your time to escape while you can. Um, if you do come out now, just remember us, remember to email us at whatintheanime.podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on any social media. We are anywhere. We're either called whatintheanime or whatintheanime.podcast. Just look us up. So now that's your spoiler warning. And here we go. So, yeah, I'm going to go through the synopsis. I'm going to break it down. Basically, I wrote it down episode by episode. So I'm just going to kind of quickly go through it so we can get this done because we're already pretty long into this episode. So the show opens up with our main character, Yuri. She is obviously a schoolgirl. She wears a schoolgirl uniform the entire show. Uh, she yeah, gets transported. And, and to that thing gets ripped up so many times I'm, yep. I'm trying i need to ask where is she getting these these costumes from because it is brand new the next time you see her anyway well and like i would totally steal something off one of the dead bodies to cover up a little bit more but like you know you gotta add in that fan service yeah because yeah very first episode i'm pretty sure her skirt gets cut anyways <laughs> she gets transported <laughs> to this new world she is on top of a skyscraper um hence the name high rise 
And she doesn't know how she got there. She has her phone. She ends up calling her brother, gets a hold of him. He is also in that world, but they don't, they're nowhere near each other. They don't know how they got there. And he informs her that stay away from the people to mask. So there's these people that wear these masks and you find out later they are kind of like a hypnotic suggestion device that takes over the person. And their whole goal is to try to get you to give up. They want the characters to give up on life, give up on trying to survive and just jump off the building and die. Like it is, if you are squeamish or don't like stuff dealing with like suicide, this is not the show for you because it's literally them trying to push somebody to the point where they commit suicide. Yeah. Well, and and the anime does a good job on how to like illustrate that the mask antagonists are like mm -hmm. victims in their own ways. And that there's even there that there's a higher power that is using these tools to fulfill a twisted game or whatever these people want. I think the only thing about this show is it doesn't really give you a lot of backstory on why why they're here. And nope. And I think that's kind of something they're still trying to learn, and it's making you wait and learn as well. Because mm -hmm. we haven't seen who's behind the mask or anything in all of season one. Like we still don't know. Who is causing any of this? The whole season is a cliffhanger. So, yep. and that's what's good about it. There, there's mm -hmm. a lot. They can kind of make up what they want as, as each episode goes along. But yeah, I'm not sure if it's a manga or not. But yeah, they so they can do kind of whatever they want with it. Um. So anyway, she gets hold of her brother. He tells her to stay away from the mass. Um. They decide that basically they need to try to meet up but as they are on the phone and talking about that her phone gets broken because she gets chased after by a mask oh, oh no yeah <laughs> big surprise uh so skip ahead a little bit she survives a couple mass fights blah 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 blah. she meets a girl named uh mayuko i think is how you say it and she's killing other non-mass people at that moment like she was ready to shoot that guy in that building and Basically, her thought process was she was going to be the only one to escape and yeah. didn't care if you had a mask or not. She was getting out of there. No, this is this is the Hunger Games of skyscrapers. Mm -hmm. Literally what it is. Yeah. So um, you have sniper mask that shows up at that moment and starts firing at both of them. So they end up having to work together to fight back sniper mask, which sniper mask is flipping awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it, we're not just like being like, oh, he he's he's a. He's a sniper with a mask on. His name is Sniper Mask. Yep. Like the mask people, they give the mask names based off of what they are wearing or what they're shooting. So you got like Sniper Mask. You have a trench coat mask. You have police mask. <laughs> they're like it's the funniest one to me was Swimmer Mask because he is just this huge hulking beefy idiot wearing a speedo, and he is Swimmer Mask. Yeah, he's just the Rock with a mask on. Yep, wearing a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> so they survive the incident with sniper masks. They throw like uh, Mayako has a grenade, and it ends up blowing up. And you think they killed him, but obviously he survives because he ends up being a pretty big major part. So uh, Ru uh, Yuri's older brother's name is Rika, which there's a whole thing through the whole show. He hates his name because it's a girl name or whatever. Mm -hmm. He runs into a baseball mask, which that was crazy. He was throwing freaking cannonballs and like he hits some dude's head and you just see like a crater in the flipping half of the head. Yeah, there's this really cool. Another thing about this anime is it does a really good job on showing what humans would actually kind of do 
just to survive and what mm-hmm. like how far they are willing to go to sell their values in order just to be secure or safe yep or you know who who can you trust and who you know who's going to betray you it it definitely makes you wonder what's going to happen cuz you don't know if this is one of those animes where they just kill all the protagonists all the all the you know all the side characters or you so it it definitely gets you wondering what the plan is what what is the whole goal from this game or if it is a game like i understand it's one of those styles but you don't know how serious these people are you don't know if this is some end of the world stuff you know i understand they get teleported into a world similar to theirs but it just seems very i feel like they need to explain a little bit more but i'm hoping they start doing that in season two oh yeah for sure and if there yeah, there's just two, a lot to this. I, I don't know how much qual- good, you know, how what reviews on this show are, but it is a Netflix show. You can watch it there. The whole season is out, and I believe it's a only Netflix anime. So yeah, it we, is. It's a Netflix been, original anime. We've been talking those up quite a bit, so it's just another one you can binge that you can kind of yeah, sit down for a few days, watch it. It's it's definitely enjoyable. Um. So, anyways. I really don't want to go through every single episode because it's all basically no. the same thing. They fight masks and all this. They meet allies along the way. Like there's a scientist guy named Aohara who starts off trying to kill anybody else who has the abilities of what you find out is a god candidate. And mm-hmm. he's trying to kill those people off. So any humans that he comes across, he's killing and he's able to control up to, I think, just two masks at a time, like a mental control and tell them what to do and everything. And you find out there's more people with the similar abilities. Um, and while that's going on, there's a girl named Kuan, who you find out is the closest to God. So she is like the most likely to become God in this world. And I haven't explained that yet, but it doesn't explain it very well at the beginning of the series. But you find out later, the mass are being referred to as angels. You have some mass that are considered uh, as guardian angels but they can't come near God, like people who are God candidates, oddly enough. And then you have the God candidates and the God candidates are the people that were transported there and who put on a mask with no mouth. Cause you have your happy mask, you have your meh mask, and then you have your sad mask, you have angry mask. So if you find a mask with no mouth to it, you put it on, you become a God candidate. And the whole goal is to find somebody who will become God of this realm. So that's where the main antagonist of the series comes in. His name. Is that the Akawa? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think Akawa. So the only part about him, if you want to talk about fan service, this guy, he literally just to decompress and to he, the the only way he can distress of what his actions or what he is doing is if he decides to bury his head in the bosom of his war general of of who is you know in control one of the masks yeah one of the masks she he literally buries her head or he buries her his head in her bosom just to relax just because just just relax it's a, I mean, it's a relaxing place to be i i mean if you so be it i'm all for it um, 
Yeah, so he's our main antagonist. And so a lot of people, they're only able to control a couple of angels at a time. You find this other kid who I didn't even bother mentioning. He becomes an ally who can control, I think, like five at a time. But Ikawa can, can control up to 30. 30 angels at a time he can control. So he has like a full operation going. He has generals, people reporting to him, people reporting to his other mass that report to only to him. And they're like doing missions for him. And he's sitting around like he's sitting cozy in this like penthouse and just having these masks go out and do his bidding for him. Like he don't have to do crap. Yeah. This guy, someone's going to take him out. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. He's a jerk. And he ends up capturing Yuri's brother, Rika. Uh, R- Rika. I like Rika. Yep. R- Rika, if you haven't seen any of what this anime looks like, think of Kirito. So, yeah, to fast forward a little bit more. Um, Mayako. Yuri's friend that she ends up making, she puts on a mask in order to try to save Yuri and it's defective. And that's why she, she thought it might be defective. So she went ahead and risked it and it was, and she was able to stop her from being killed by this like dude that was like boxing, but he was like super fast and like just sliding all over the freaking place. Cause the people with masks have like enhanced physical abilities. So she's able to actually beat and kill him. And then she doesn't have the mask. And it's like, oh, it's great. But you find out she's slowly losing control until a point where she actually goes into a sleep state or like a hibernation. And that Kuan chick, they end up meeting up and she goes inside her head because apparently that's one of her god abilities. And she's able to get rid of the programming to where she no longer has a suicide or a kill order her head so she's able to basically act freely and keep the enhanced abilities in the process right yeah so to wrap it up uh sniper mask has a defective mask because during the grenade explosion i talked about earlier it caused a chip in his mask so basically kuan and meiko do the same thing where they go inside his head to save him and then he gets saved you also find out that he actually has a connection to rika like they were friends before all this happened, before they got sucked into this world. They have some competition on who's going to live the coolest life. So basically, they're two dudes that try to act cool because they want to outdo the other. And which, whatever, it's cool. He wears a suit and has a flipping fedora and like he looks like a BA. Might as well. So, yeah, whatever. And then so how the season ends is you have this one big climactic fight because Ikawa captured basically a mask that is called archangel and he is a beast he has unlocked the complete potential of an angel somehow and he can't even control him so he has to depower him and lock his abilities first and then he releases it and lets him go full out but this dude can't be controlled so he makes him think that he's in the building that everyone's defending like all the good guys yuri and her friends and he just goes to freaking town and they barely barely flip and survive it is a crazy fight scene it is a really cool fight scene all over the place but anyway they obviously they end up winning and i think it's yuri ends up taking control of archangel but she has to do the same thing because he cannot be controlled he's too powerful and she locks his abilities so that's that's basically the season there that's how it ended now their plan is basically to go save rika and that's setting up a good spot for a, a season two and they want to go save Rika. That's it. Yeah, not not a bad way to end season one. I hopefully I haven't heard anything on if they're gonna renew or if they've announced a season two. 
but it's definitely something I'd go back to watch. So, I, yeah. I like so you're it. you're ready? Like I like it. I, I I don't know. It's a little it's a little meh. I mean, because the animation it's a it's a little outdated. Like it can be a little pathetic at times. Um, the problem mm-hmm. is the storyline kind of goes all over the place. Like I said, they it does. They add like you watch the first two episodes, you don't know anything about angels and gods and you know that these masks all have powers and you know each one does something different and and then with the fan service and yeah i mean there's parts where they're literally i I don't even want to go into detail but it's it's a good show but it is so out there like they could have made it they could have made it simple and had a good straight to the point story because i mean everyone loves a a battle royale kind of anime Mm -hmm. and they kind of went a little too far with it, I think. I think they tried putting too much of their own spin on it. But it's something I definitely would watch season two. So, I mean, if I'm going to watch season two, I, I'm not going to waste my time if I don't like it. So, Yep, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm There's definitely a lot that I was meh about, but I'm a sucker for cool action, and I like these survival ones and stuff like that. So I'm leaning more towards I liked it than meh. And, like, I'm excited for a season two. Like, if I hear they're doing a season two... I'm going to watch it. So I'll give it a mm-hmm. like for sure. Right. So uh, with that going, I got a favorite character to you. Oh yeah. Yep. I want to go through a couple of them. So yeah, you go first with your top character and then I'll do mine. Uh, sniper mask. I don't think there's anything that beats that character. I think that's who you're going to pick. I think that's who anyone's going to pick. They, he has a background where he has a connection with Rika that just either their childhood friends or whatever, but it's cool. The only problem I don't is it's like they are childhood friends, but it seems like Sniper Mask is so much older than Rika. It it is. He's definitely at least a couple years older. It seems like, but, like um, because when they did that inside his head, even his kid self looked to be a little older than the Rika kid self. So I'm assuming that's your favorite too. Yeah, I was I was at a toss up between Sniper Mask and Rika, but you got so much more of Sniper Mask that he he was definitely my favorite. It it was kind of nice that Rika, like he wasn't a complete main character, but you get mm-hmm. a, just so a little bit of him to where you like him enough to where you're rooting for him. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so okay, after that, what is your favorite mask? And this could be what mask you thought was the coolest. Which I mean, we just said sniper mask is our favorite pick, but which other mask was your favorite, or which was the funniest, or the most ridiculous, or whatever? Yeah. The most ridiculous is Swimmer Mask. I mean, <laughs> by far. Yeah, he's just, he literally has no brain cells. He's the nope. dumbest of them all. And he's, I can't remember too many other ones because a lot of them are just one off mask characters. Mm-hmm. But he was in there multiple times and he's just funny. There's, there's a lot of comedy into it. So it, it definitely kind of, it's a lot of good comedy. Yeah, I yeah, it. yeah. They, they did a good job of what, what they were trying to do. I just couldn't have gone so far on the outside. But, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for Rika's character in season two. I think he could get the potential of putting on a mask. I think he could get, you know, I'd like to see what that is. Cause isn't it when they put on a mask, is it, they kind of get the powers of what they're kind of thinking of or what they need. In um, no, I think it's like they get a powers based off of their already physical attributes. So like you had the baseball one. He got basically an increased flipping pitch. No, arm. I get that. I, I get that yeah. for them. I I don't. I'm talking about the mask with no with no mouth. So I'm they become if, god candidates, and it's. I think it's basically again all on potential. 
Well, yeah, but Yuri can stop time, basically, or slow down time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a physical. <laughs> yeah, true. And we didn't even talk about that or get into it. But, yeah, she ends up getting the God Mask as well, or God Candidate Mask, and the whole time slow, like, Matrix dodging bullets crap. Right. Pretty so, cool. I'm almost pretty good kind of dropping it in it there, so I don't got too much more to talk about. Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, my favorite mask was the Kung Fu Mask, and that's just because he was a cool, cool dude. Uh, we already kind of covered through the review what we liked and what we didn't so i'm good there so yeah everyone thank you for joining us and please rate and review us check us out on all of our social medias email us at what at gmail.com and i would really love to get some feedback from you guys and what segments you like don't like whatever i just we want feedback we're new we're wanting to have fun with this we're wanting to do this a long time Feedback will help. Yeah, I and I want to I want to beat Dustin in every three v three battle that we have. I think that he's was, no. Yeah, but. I'll give you today's win, but never again. I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, email us and all that, and then Tyler, you want to tell them where they can find you on Twitch? You do a lot of the streaming. Yeah, it's literally just wanting the anime on Twitch. Um, I've been playing a bunch of different games, kind of just hanging out. So if you guys get in there, we can talk anime, do any chats. If there's any games that you guys want to play um i'm down i literally just kind of just sit there as a community aspect and have fun hey you know it's usually about every night about six o'clock uh mountain time and we just go at it so there's a lot of a lot of fun that can that can happen so yeah and i'm usually playing games with them not all the time but sometimes and so you, you can all talk to both of us and we'll talk anime and talk video games and just hang out so with that thank you and peace out See you next time. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at What in the Anime, and our TikTok and Instagram at whatintheanime.podcast.